Please listen carefully. Hi, I'm Paul Freelds. And I'm Dave Guzman. And this is Practical Bass, where each week we take a topic of interest to you, the working bass player, and we sort of examine it, look at it from a few different angles, and hopefully bring some wisdom and experience to the mix and drop some knowledge that will help you take your gigs and your gear to the next level. Uh, as always, you can find us on the web at practicalbase.com, and we hope that you will share some feedback with us either through the website or you can email us at podcast at practicalbase.com. And we also hope that you will subscribe and share this podcast. You can find it anywhere podcasts can be found um, on your Apple Podcasts app on your iPhone or on iTunes, on your Mac device, on Google Play Music or Stitcher Radio, on just about any platform. Uh, just look for Practical Bass. Just do a search for a Practical Bass and you can click the subscribe button and get a fresh episode in your app every week for free. For free, Dave. Man. 100% free. Value. That's what we do. It's all about freedom. Um, and finally, you can find us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Google+, and Twitter. In fact, anywhere people are social, there shall you find us as well. Um, anyway, we have, a, we have an interesting episode. Dave, if you don't mind, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote mm. our friend here and listener, Adam Wright. Uh, hello, Adam, wherever you are. We would like to thank you for some feedback that uh, that we got from from Adam as part of our our dedication to listener mail. Listener mail. <laughs> I I love that. I love that. Um so oh. here's what Adam wrote. Um and he wrote us a couple about a couple topics and this one really resonated with me. Um he wrote, "Quote, I think I would enjoy an episode on emotions and etiquette while playing in a band. I don't know if other people struggle with it, but I have." How can you give constructive criticism without bruising someone's ego? How can a person be confident and assertive without being egotistical? What a great mm -hmm. question and a great topic. And I think yeah. we are not strangers to this topic. Nope. Maybe none of us are, but uh -uh. You know, I know you and I are, are certainly not. Yeah. So, emotional etiquette. Yeah, emotional etiquette. Yeah, Man. this is all about how do you deal with emotional topics in a constructive way yeah. when you're in a group. And I think this is one of those episodes that's really, it goes beyond bass playing. It's very practical. Mm -hmm. And my bet is that you will probably by the end of this podcast, have some things that you may be able to take into other parts of your life yeah. as well. Um, it's definitely a path. You know, we're, we're learning. I think everyone is always learning about stuff yeah. like this. And I certainly don't claim to be perfect at this by any stretch, but yep. learned a lot over the years. And you know, yeah, Dave, tell me about a time when you had an emotional reaction in a music situation and it just went downhill <laughs> south. Yeah. Way south, <laughs> like badly, <laughs> badly south. Uh, so the one that comes to mind for me is that there was a band that I was, really, I guess, unofficially slash officially the co-manager. There were two of us because yeah. it was a large band. It was like 10 plus bandmates. Right? Oh yeah, nice. And in those cases, like there were 
band members that were kind of flowing in and out. And we happened to catch this one musician who we really wanted. Yeah. Um, he was, um, I think he was, I would say in his like 60s or so. And he, like, it wasn't even a, like, I don't even think he asked, but it was just more of like, he came with his son. Oh, hello. <laughs> and we just like, we kind of just let it happen right? Because oh, we were co-managing, yeah, which yeah. meant like nobody wanted to be like the deliverer of tough messages, yeah, right? So yeah. it's just like, all right, well, I guess that's the new norm. Like, so whatever. Yeah. Fast forward and we had a, we had a gig and in this gig in particular that I can remember, there was difficulty in me collecting money from the bar owner. And yeah. it, every yeah. now and then it happens and I'm like, and because the ticket was a lot, like, and I'm chasing him for cash the night of, it's like midnight or whatever. And there's a lot of stress. And I'm, right. I'm also packing. There's just so many things going yeah, on. Yeah. Right. I'm like in the back of my mind, like wondering why there's a guy in our band that we didn't really hire, like all these different pieces. Yeah. And this one guy, the son starts badgering me about getting paid yeah as while though, you're in the middle of doing so i don't things. care about it right yeah, like as yeah. though it's not a big deal to me yeah and he's just hammering it my way and i just like at some point like i just snapped and i probably yeah. can't like express what that looked like because it was very like ugly yeah but i totally had like you lost a moment. it like you totally lost it on him yeah i let him know yeah. exactly how i felt about him in that situation and what he was putting on me Beyond in that, that situation and why are you here and, <laughs> yeah. oh got my. very philosophical oh god um and it's embarrassing like yeah. in hindsight it's totally yeah. embarrassing oh, yeah. you know yeah. how about you have you had a a, a fun moment uh, i've had i've had more <laughs> than i can count um so i mean like one comes to mind this is one of mm -hmm. my I don't know if you can call it favorite. It's like an unfavorite. It's like yeah. my my least favorite thing to look back on. One of them, and it's uh, you know I hate. So I'm one of those people like I hate being lost. Right. If I'm driving somewhere unfamiliar or whatever, I don't like the feeling of getting lost. It, mm -hmm. it, some people are really good with that. Like they feel it out there. Like oh, it's an adventure and it's yeah. cool. Not me, right. sir. <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. I'm like I get. I get really antsy about it because mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to be late. I don't know where I am, which way mm -hmm. do I go? I don't, right. you know. You don't get neurotic about yeah. it. You just get angry. No, I just get angry. angry. I just get yeah. angry. <laughs> and so that happened to me one time. I was on the way to a gig that right. I had really poor directions for. And, you know, it was funny while I was writing this, I was trying, even then I was like, still deflecting the blame a little bit. And really it was my fault. <laughs> I, I didn't really do you know, like research the map or whatever to find out where I was going. This is back in the day right. before like Google Maps or anything yeah. like that. And you're saying deflecting because it's the way that you you phrase it. Like yeah. the guitar didn't, yeah. didn't give you yeah. good direction. The guitar player didn't give me directions. Not that no, you no, didn't, no, 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 right? no. It, it was my fault. I didn't have directions and I didn't do, you know, didn't do my my footwork. Right. And, and uh I got to the gig and and basically, you know, walked in the door. I was like 45 minutes late for when I thought I'd be there. I was still early for like, I was yeah. still at enough time set up, but it was going to be, it was going to be tight. Yeah. And I basically like let the guitar player have it. Like, why didn't you, you know, you gave me these shitty directions and, um, you know, just like, I, I, I just, I got really upset about it and, and ruined like the whole first set. 
because I was just right. steaming and he knew I was mad and he just like, thank God. I mean, he, he had every, the vibe. he had every right to come back at me and he didn't, he just like, he kind of let it go. And then right. at, after the first set, I was just like, I of course apologize profusely. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. It was, that was such a mm-hmm. immature move, but it was one of the things like you can't take yeah. it back when you do something like that. It's totally, it's you can normal. apologize though. I think that, that helps. You that, can, it does but, help. but it was like something where I was really, yeah. I was really emotionally like my wife, pen up. my wife has a, a phrase for that because it, it happens to her a lot, I guess when yeah. with me, I don't know what I do, but you know, she says, I start to see red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's like a thing for, you know, where it's like, oh, yeah. the switch is flipped. That curtain and comes down like, and you're like, all of a sudden, all you can think about is, I'm now going through every way that I'm going to let you have it. <laughs> I'm going to fix this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what about an opposite thing, though? Like, what yeah. about a time that you had something like that, but it went well? Yeah, I had, um, and this is over time. So then this is like, I'm fast forwarding, you know, years from this, right, from this incident, because I learned yeah. from these things. But um I, I was in a band where uh, there was one bandmate in particular who was just doing things that, from a behavioral standpoint, that were um, kind of getting in the way of the band moving forward. Yeah. And it was just like, there, it was just a behavior, you know, that, that was just not working well. Right. And we, the tension was really high, like super high in gigs, yep. outside of gigs. It was very little communication. Email was bad because it felt like everything was being spun with an angle. Yeah, it just got to that point where it's like, wow, I can't do anything about this other than like fix it and how to do that. So I actually took the time to um, figure out what I wanted to get out with, out, out of, you know, out of this situation, how I was going to fix it. And I brought it down to three points of what I really wanted to bring to his attention. So you literally like you literally said and like I wrote this out and wrote it down. Wrote it down like yeah. I'm gonna, here's it, what I need. And it took me a few days to get it down to those three points because yeah. there were a lot of things, but I but I had to make it something that was doable, right? Attainable. Not everything. Here's just the three things. The that, three biggies that, that if we change this, then I think we have something. Yeah. And then I invited him out to a place where we wouldn't see other musicians. Yeah. Very like private place. It was for a beer or whatever, but like outside of the scope. Yeah. Yeah. We sat down. He knew that I was going to bring something up because it's weird because I'm yeah. asking him to go to like a certain place. Like that's not normal for that us. You don't go. Like it's not, oh, let's have a beer before the gig or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But at yeah. least it let him kind of like think about, wow, I wonder what he's yeah. going to talk about, whatever. Yeah. And, it was great. And, you know, it gave us an environment that we could talk through those things and it really worked. Like yeah. it changed. His behaviors yeah. changed. Like it just got better from that yeah. point. So yeah. how about you? Have you had any uh, really like positive experiences? Yeah. Yeah. Do Well, definitely, you know, better these days, you mm-hmm. know, the, since, you know, since I have skill, you know, new skills that I've picked up at right. doing this sort of thing. I mean, I, had a project recently that that broke up. We had a, a a person that wasn't like really holding up their end. A couple yep. people that weren't really holding up their end, and right. Um, and it was clear that the project wasn't going to keep going because some of us were, you know, were were bringing what needed to be brought, and the other folks weren't. And mm-hmm. it was definitely not something where we felt like we could keep investing in it. But yeah, you know, instead of having that be a scene like at rehearsal or something right. like that and say like, well, why aren't you ready for this? Like, why don't you know this 
yeah. piece or whatever, right? Or, or you know, doing something like that, or you know, having it turn into a, a situation where we, you know, oh, let's just have let's let's just have this out now, and everybody can kind of like gang up on, yeah, on this person or whatever. You know, had um, a candid conversation outside mm-hmm. the rehearsal, pretty much similar to yours. Yeah. So it was all about planning a message. So really agreeing on, well, here, here's the thing that's really, here's the thing that's wrong. It's, it's really yeah. about a behavior. It's not about the person. Mm-hmm. Person was great. Like, right. This guy was a great guy. Yeah. But the behavior was, was the thing that was the problem that right. was influencing the the band. Right. Improperly. So, you know, we agreed on who was going to carry that message and we all agreed on what the message was going to be. And, you know, that person did it and we kept, you know, tightly connected on, on mm-hmm. what was going on and everything went well and nobody's feelings got hurt and right. everybody's still friends. Like we were yeah. able to break it up without anybody having any, any hard feelings about anything. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's great. Yeah. It I, feels good when that happens. Oh yeah. Because there's so many ways for that to go wrong. And especially when you're young and you don't mm-hmm. maybe have some of these skills that you're at, at, you know, in your experience bank yet, like you haven't deposited those things over years. Mm -hmm. It can, it can be really hairy because, you know, music's a a passionate thing. Yeah. Right. Oh, and, and I love, and you know, and we're all really quick to say, I'm so open to feedback. Like I love feedback. Yeah. We're not, we're not, never. We got to be prepared for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's always in any way, like it always, even if it, even if you're in a good working environment, even when you get that feedback, still hurts a little bit it can yeah yeah you, know? you have like you that's why you you got to be you got to be ready right? right so so anyway the the thing i think that you and i when we talked about this mm-hmm. right the things that we realized all of these situations have in common yeah um you know really come out of out of uh some you know some some reading that, that you and i have both done yeah and, you know there are three things in, in common here right you've got you know people are are feel like they there's they're high stakes on the line, right? right? They put a lot of value on what they're doing. That's right. Um, you've got people who are seeing things differently. Yep. And there is a high degree of emotion. That's involved, right. Right. And so let's let's like pick apart each one of those. Yeah. So starting with like the stakes being high, what 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 do you what do you mean by that? Yeah. Like, we talked about this earlier. You had yeah. great definitions for this. Yeah, I think with the with those high stakes we're really talking about like you you could be doing something else first of all right like it's your time your time is valuable and everybody involved in the project like it always it there's something that we're sacrificing to be there yeah and and we've dedicated that time and that you know that's very um it's valuable um you know and and i think in general we want to if we're putting this effort into our into our art right our skill our trade our band, our production, we want it to be the best that we can make it. Like yeah. we want it to be good. We want it to be perceived in that way. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and then, so the second factor is really that you've got people seeing things different ways. Cause I, mm-hmm. I can't think that like, you know, you ended up in a band situation like this and yeah. you're know, like in my bad situation, right? Like yep. I was lost because this other person did me wrong. Yeah. Right? Whereas that person, he was there like unpacking for the gig, just waiting totally. for me to show up, probably wondering, Hey, I wonder, wonder what happened to Paul. Is he okay? Like, yep. you know, uh, he was usually here so early. What, you know, hope he's all right, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, what happens like the hurricane sweeps in, right? Two different That's ways right. of looking at that situation. Yeah. 
And that's, I mean, it, it just happens in every, in so many different pieces within a band. I mean, yeah. it is just difference of opinion. It's so, yeah. you know. And it common. might be like, yeah, how to how to handle a song. Like, right. oh, I really think we should, you know, take this up a notch. Like, oh, let's modulate here. Or right. wouldn't it be cool if we did this? And then somebody's like, yeah, maybe not so cool, right? Yeah. And then, who knows? Like, those things can spiral sometimes oh, if yeah. you're not careful. Because people can have, you know, they feel really, you know. That's right. about it. Exactly. And so that really brings us to the third, you know, the third piece, which is the, the emotional context. And it's such a big part of being a musician. Passion. Yeah. Passion. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, music and art people get, if you're not emotionally wrapped up in it, you're probably not in the right business. Like this is not your business. Right. Right. Even if you're doing a cover band, right. You should. Oh Yeah feel something about what you're doing like definitely you're trying to like relive another experience that someone else whatever it is it's there's there's a there's passion in it and there's a you know a level of vulnerability Uh, really yeah see that that's the key you said this when Mm -hmm. we were talking about this this discussion earlier and that is such a big part about it and the the point you made earlier about feedback right that being vulnerable means if that feedback comes and you like you weren't ready for it or it's delivered in a weird way. Like you just, you can clamp down, like you just lock up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that happens, I think to, um, to everybody, but it's even worse when you're in an emotionally vulnerable place. That's right. Yeah. You know? Imagine, you know, and we've all been there where we're giving somebody feedback on like on their art, right? Like whatever their instrument that they're yeah. playing and you know that in their mind they're nailing it. Yeah. And you're telling them yeah. something separate and you can always see it in their eye because all of a sudden there's like a lack of eye contact, yeah, like a weird jittery thing that happens then and then always like in a higher pitch, like, yeah. oh yeah, 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 man. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I Oops. just, I, sorry. Like, you know. I, yeah, yeah. I hit the, I, I didn't mean to hit the panic switch, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Just being human, that's all. Yeah, and it's, you know, when you're there at the performances and stuff, you know, you're trying to stay in the right headspace to right. do what you need to do. Yeah. And, you know, you're trying to get yourself emotionally ready to deliver to people. And, you know, again, it's a charged environment. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so I think what what separates mm-hmm. our bad and good examples that we gave at the top here, right, is we is not something that the other people did or didn't do. It's what yeah. we chose to do, right? right? What you and I each chose to do made the difference between the situation going bad and the situation, you know, That's staying correct. on the right, you know, on the right level. Yes. Um and if you know, I think that the the key the key thing is is that if you're if you're going to influence people, right, and mm-hmm. ultimately that is what you're doing. You're trying to get to a point, like you're trying right. to get something out of that conversation. You're trying to get something out of whatever you're talking about. Yeah, and it may be to like have the the band do a song a certain way. It may be about like, hey, we want to have let's let's change our material let's let's get our look a certain way or should we do the following gig or should we hire this person or not or should we fire this person or not i mean it could mm-hmm. be a million different yep. things but the key is you're trying to influence people right to 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 be on the same page right right usually with you right yeah um but or in, agree on the same yeah, page agree on it yeah you're and trying to execute. get some agreement yeah. yeah and and so if you want to do that You've got to learn to address the situation the right way. Yeah. 
and you know come at it from a a, a standpoint and come at it with tactics that are going to get the results that you are looking for right right that doesn't mean like trick people into doing what you want it means coming at it openly and honestly mm-hmm. with a goal in mind and then hopefully getting people to understand that you know that goal is a good place to be right and and buy into whatever it is that's you're, right you're, you know that you're trying to to sell them in an idea yep and that yep. really takes you got to think about it you have to plan Right. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. you have to think about it ahead of time. And um I I always think about um a, a good friend of mine who is uh, a coach, um, a productivity expert, just a guru in every sense of the word. And I remember a situation I was going through where I needed to have a really tough discussion with um mm-hmm. somebody. It actually was a, a parent, a fellow parent mm-hmm. about something. And um I was lost. Like I didn't, I I just felt all I could feel was fear and I am going to mess this up somehow. And he was so great about it because he got me to think about it in terms of what is the ideal thing that'll happen at the end of this conversation? Like in, in the best possible scenario, what happens at the end of this? Like what's your goal in having this conversation? Right. What, what happens at the end of it? And then from that, working backwards to create a situation where that scenario could happen that it's even possible right yeah right and that that really just i mean yeah. it really helped me a lot that's a great way to look at it, it yeah. really is yeah and and but you know i think one of the things that he went into was you know thinking about the fact that you know when you do a discussion like this mm-hmm. there t- there is at least two people involved yep right and you know this is one of the keys that, mm-hmm. that you talked about, which yeah. is the safety idea, right? Like, can you yeah. talk a little bit to that, to the idea of safety? Yeah, safety. I think it's really about creating the right environment. Yes, creating the right space that you can have that type of, you know, safe dialogue. Yeah, right. And that can be, and it's a number of different ways, right? And we look at. You know, if you're if you're ever in like a music project where it's the first time that you're getting together, yeah, there's very little feedback that goes on, yeah, right, because you don't have you you didn't designate the that that those lines of communication, the time or whatever, to really get into it. That it's just very feel good, very positive, yeah. a lot of positive yeah. feedback, right? Yeah, but nobody feels safe yet to talk Nobody's about safe. what they're really thinking because they don't yeah. know you. Yeah, right? no one's gonna say like, "Are you really? You, do you use that amp normally?" You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that is that uh. Is this, oh, you like that song? Is that really, you know? Um, but I, one thing that I've done is I've made sure that, um, you know, with my bands is I'll always carve time out of yeah. each of my band practices where yeah. we just talk band stuff. Right. And 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 it's a way for me to create a space that we can have that open dialogue yeah. where we can talk about stuff. Yeah. And it's okay because that's what we're doing. Right. In other words, you've taken all the other things off the plate. Okay, this mm-hmm. isn't, this is no longer about like, is this song working? Are you, you know, is this person playing right. well today or singing well? It's about, okay, well, all of that is aside. We've finished with that. Yep. Now, here are some other things. Like, let's do this other thing yep. that's band related. Exactly. And give that attention as a group. Right. And it yeah. lets us talk about bigger items and, you yeah. know, and it creates a dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. And and then, you know, in terms of having that dialogue, mm-hmm. like how you have the dialogue. Right is every bit as important, right? Like, yeah. um, 
the thing that I used to do a lot and, you know, I still, I I can still fall into this trap uh, when I'm not thinking about it, which is um, being too aggressive about making a point. Mm. Like, in other words, putting more of my, like more of my thought and more of my um, input into that, into the, the, shared facts that we're all like contributing to, right? Like this pool of knowledge, they call it. Yeah. Right. And if I'm putting way more stuff in there, there's not room for anybody else's. Yeah. Right. And the, the key is making sure that you're not trying to be the, the person who's always making the strongest point. Like you're always being aggressive or always pushing your viewpoint. You know, you have to let other people be safe to express themselves and have strong feelings and understand that they're going to have them yeah. too. And right? and so Their to that, way. yeah. And to that point, like if you notice that there's a band member that's not yeah. doing that, ask them what they think oh, about something. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right? so powerful. And really like, and be open to it. Like, listen, because a yeah. lot of times they're going to say something that you're like, you know, I totally didn't even think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like right? the person who never speaks up you know, what do you, what do you think about this? Like we're, we're, we, you know, we're, we're all kind of talking about this thing. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd really like to hear what you think about this because I feel like you have something good to offer here. And just like that, it changes the dynamic. Yeah. Right. And another piece that I know, um, I've something new that I've been doing is, is when I get feedback, this is specifically like playing feedback, right? Yeah. Some of the stuff that really hurts because it's like your art. Right. Um, if, if it does hurt, I take a, I take a minute to really like dive into it and I'll ask for like attention at that point to like yeah. play it again and again. Like, no, tell me when it's right. Like, what am yeah. I doing here? Yeah. And take, even though it hurts. Right. And then you get past that and then you realize, oh, wow, cool. They're right. working with me. We're going to get through it. I'm going to figure this part out or whatever. Right. And what that does is it not only makes you a better musician, but it also opens up like the ability to reverse that yeah where now you can start to work with other because yeah now everybody's like oh it's cool because you know. they know yeah because they know okay you're gonna come at it if if you're willing to to right. bring that in then you're gonna be gentle about it you know giving and it we back. can all play in the same game right exactly right. and you know and, and some of the other things that that i've i've run into and and tried to fix in the way that i address mm-hmm. things um i I know that one of the frequent mistakes I used to make a lot as a young person was you always, or you never dot, 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 you know, whatever that thing is and means you're making an absolute, right? Right. There that's rarely the case that somebody literally always does something or, or never does something. It's almost never the case. Like it's, it's more, (laughs) it's more often that like, this is a thing that you do that I've blown up into this universal problem because it yeah. really bugs me or this thing, or it is maybe even it is a, an, an alias for a completely different yeah. problem that we're not talking about. Right. Those are always like, those are, those are like danger words. I have to, um, you know, I learned this lesson about a month ago. Mm-hmm. I learned this lesson. I had no idea. <laughs> and I told a bandmate of mine, it was something to do about the leaving a gear before at my studio yeah. before a gig. And normally what he says is, I'll pick it up the day of the gig. Yeah. And normally what happens is he's always late yeah. and I'm always early. And this becomes like a point of contention. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So 
he was asking to leave the the gear there, and I said, you know what, man? Why don't you just take it home? Because you always leave your stuff here. You never, like, leave right. as early. You always say, like, always I'll be there at 9 never. in the morning, 10 in the morning, and then you always end up coming, like, an hour before the gig, and I, I'm always at the gig, like, two hours before the gig. And it's, yeah. a, and it's like, tension, tension yeah. for me. And he goes... Yeah, yeah, okay, 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 totally, totally, totally. Like, he took the feedback because yeah. he saw me getting a little bit hot, right? Yeah, yeah, And he waited about five or ten minutes, and then he goes, and it was quiet. We're just packing up. Five yeah. or ten minutes, and then yeah. he says out of nowhere, you know that thing you were saying? It reminds me of something my dad used to say to my mom. He used to say, you're saying you always and you never. That's not fair. Yeah. It's not you always or you never. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's exactly oh. it. I mean, we use those things as stand-ins for something that bothers right. us and they're and 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 they're rarely true. Yeah. Right? Someone may okay, maybe that person has done it several times. Sure. But probably not always. Right. But the ones where they do, that's what stuck yeah. out. You, and you that's gotta watch the words. Yeah. You gotta watch the yeah. words. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, the, the 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 key is is that if you put people on the defensive with that, right, yeah. you're kind of putting a judgment on them and 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 you're also also you're kind of characterizing them when that's really not right. what you're you're discussion is about right right it's not about their character or what they're doing it's about how you feel and what you're experiencing like right i've like you know in in your case right with the equipment thing it's like i like to be at the gigs early and when you don't show up to pick up your equipment um until an hour before the gig it means that i have to stay there and then when I get to the gig, I'm really been out of shape because I like to be early. Right. 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 Which is all about you. Right. It's nothing about them. Right. Right. Because what his thing was is that he doesn't like to get to the gig early because mm-hmm. it makes him tense. Yeah. Because it gives him time to think and overthink. Right. Right. Mind and blowing. Which is cool. You know, of course, people have different. You know, right. and it's the their their emotional space is, right. is different, and That's so right. making room for that and just and growing understanding as opposed to you know the judgment is is really important. Yes. And, yeah. You know, one thing. So we 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 talked about the the emotional charge that happens around right. these things, and um and and what I found is that thing the more emotional it is, the more difficult it can be to like make That's space right. for yeah. people. And I think what that what we're not trying to say is that you should turn off your emotions, right? Right. We all have them. And when you're having a conversation like this, the object is not to apologize for how you're feeling either. Right. Right. Is in fact to own your feelings. Yep. But make sure that you're not projecting on other people what their feelings are. Those are just your interpretations, right? right? That's right. And that gets me, I know that gets me into the most problems at home in my yeah. relationships not so much at work usually since yeah. we may not get to those kind of areas but it definitely happens in, and has happened in band situations yeah. where i think i understand what somebody's feeling because if i behave the way they did i know how i would be feeling inside right. and they are not me right right that's my mistake so you know owning my yeah. feelings but not trying to own anyone else's yeah so important yeah and you know and and if you can own your feelings then it means also you can approach confidently and and calmly right that's right yes so what are some recommendations dave for like what what are we what are we asking people to do i think 
you know, we had, we had a couple points and, and maybe mm-hmm. a resource that we wanted to, to have people check out. Yeah. I liked, I liked when, when we were brainstorming this, we called them the stop and thinks. Stop and think. It's like stop, drop and roll. Stop, drop and roll. Emotionally stop and, think. and mentally. <laughs> yeah. My, this one's my favorite. Put out the fire. <laughs> the stop and think is this one. Like, is it me? Just ask yourself, is it me? Is it me? It could, it could be me. That's a powerful thing. And it's a powerful thing to say too, right? Yeah. To turn it back around on your, like look in the mirror for a minute, take a breath. Maybe it's not all you, but maybe there's something that you're bringing to the table to create that, Yeah, yeah. you know, and I know I have, like yeah. I've brought stuff into, I've added to that pool of drama. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I know I have. Yeah. And, so and it's, it's so much easier to change that. Yeah. You can, you can change you. Yeah. Changing other people is, it's not, it's a lot harder, if not impossible. Right. Right. People have to want to do what they, what they want to do. Yeah. Um, something that I have thought about is the, the, the idea of who's talking more, right? Right. Stopping for just a second in those conversations, just a second and thinking back out of the last two minutes or five minutes or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Who's spoken the most? Right. Was it me? It's again, it's like, is it me? Yeah. But instead of maybe thinking about emotions, thinking about words. Yeah. How many of the words that entered the room in the last five minutes came out of my mouth as opposed to somebody else's? Right. Because then it goes back to the, did you create the space, a yeah. comfortable space and yeah. an environment if you've dominated? Right. Right. People, you know, if people don't feel like they can get a word in edgewise, you're never going to be able to influence them well. Right. Yeah. Because they feel like their ideas aren't being heard. They're just being stomped on. Yeah. Right? In, in which case you'll get, you'll get responses like, yeah, sure, man. Sure. Yeah. Quick one word. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yep, yeah. Got really it. sure. And what that really means is I'm so tired of talking this because yeah. we're not really talking. We're not discussing it. You're talking at me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just want to stop. Yeah. <laughs> And then you had, so you had another really good one, another good recommendation. Yeah. Like, is it, is it even worth it? Yeah. Is, is the fight worth it? And and this can be in so many different pieces, but sometimes it's just not a big deal. Like you have to pick and choose your battles. Yes. Right. If you're, if you're nitpicking everything and you're super hot, then you have to really take a step back and maybe it's not the right project. Right. Like maybe you just need out of that, you know, like any, like a couple that just nitpicks every you know, you've hung out with like a couple and they're just like yeah. fighting each other, yeah. like at everything. It's just like, yeah. no, we were just going to go get ice cream. Like we don't have to fight about like what flavor <laughs> this is supposed to be a good time. Like, right. No, we're right. writing, like we're talking about booking, a, you know, the band, like this should be fun. This is good. This is good stuff. Right. You know, right. or maybe it's just not an important thing, right? Just back off it or yeah. whatever, for whatever reason is, is it worth it? And, and thinking about, you know, also what, what do I, I'm thinking back to my friend and what he mm-hmm. said is, what is my goal? Right. Before I open my mouth to bring up a topic, yep. I need to know what am I trying to achieve by opening this topic? If I can't if I can't say that to myself in my mind, in my soul, if I can't right. say here's why we need to have this discussion because we need to get to this point. I need to reach this goal. Yep. If if I don't know what that is, if I can't speak that clearly in in my own mind to me, Chances yeah. are that discussion's not going to go well. Right. Right. Yeah, that was the same thing for my good example, right, was yeah. that I took all of these things that were just sort of bundling in and becoming this huge like cloud 
Yeah, it's free and floating I, and anxiety. I, and I just took, and, that's yeah. right. And I took it down to three things. Yes. Way more attainable, but it's but it took me days to get there too. Yeah, like but you these, clarified it, right? You sat it. and you thought about it. And that's, you know, you can almost never do these. I mean, that kind of leads the, the the basic fundamental piece of this, which is that right. you have to think about these discussions before. Right. And if you're, if you're trying to like, if you're bringing this up on the spur of the moment out of anger, out of frustration, yeah. um, out of not having anything else to say, and so you decide to jump into this topic, that is a danger sign. Yeah, right. you're, and, you're punching somebody in the gut out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, and you're doing it, it's kind of like you're swinging wildly. Right. Like you might not right. even be punching them in the gut right. as much as just swinging your arms around. Right, flailing. And you're not sure, yeah, you're <laughs> flailing, you, and you're, you're going to hit them. You didn't mean to, but it's because you didn't, <laughs> right. you didn't stop and, and think. Yeah. All right, so I, I think our, our, our last bit here, and this this really is, I think, why this, this idea of of Adams really um, resonated with me because you and I have both read, um, we, we both read this this book called yeah. Crucial Conversations, um, and, and we, we didn't know it until we started brainstorming. This, right, we which started, was really cool. We started talking about it, and then we realized we had read this same right. book, uh, and it is absolutely a classic. The folks who wrote it offer training on this at, in professional workplaces, things like that. Yeah. And that may sound hokey if you're a musician. Oh, I don't want to get involved in all that office space crap or whatever. Right. But the, the fact of the matter is this book is really powerful because it can affect the way that you deal with people um, that are friends, mm -hmm. relations, yep. your family, people at work, your bandmates, everybody because in all of those situations yeah you get into these discussions or these these situations that you need to resolve again where you have these high stakes yeah. different opinions that need to be resolved and there's an emotional uh uh there's emotional luggage or an emotional right. context that comes with yep. it and when those three things happen you're in what these folks call a crucial conversation that's right and this book which you can pick up for like 10 or $11 on Amazon. And we're, we'll have a link in the show yeah. notes. This book will help you understand how to identify when that conversation is going to happen. Like you, if you think of a topic, you can mm -hmm. tell when that is one of those conversations. Right. You can tell when you're going to need to have one. Um, you'll, you'll start to notice those things. And it gives you the tools to think about it and prepare for it. And also make sure that you are approaching it with a clear mind and an open heart and that yep. you are not going in trying to bulldoze people, but instead that you're trying to reach a goal yeah. and that that goal hopefully is that you have a better relationship with people, right? You have a better band, you have, um, you know, a good strong friendship with That's somebody, right. you have a good relationship with your spouse, yep. you have a, you're able to talk with your kids, all of those mm -hmm. things like this book can be powerful for all of those. Yeah. And things. it becomes a, it becomes really a tool that you, over time you practice and practice yes. without really thinking or knowing it. Like in the beginning you start using it, but then after, after, after time, um, it just becomes something that you hone in and get better and yeah. you almost can't help, but approach difficult situations with it. Like it's just, it becomes natural. Yeah. That's, that is absolutely true. So yeah, we would really recommend that, that folks pick up this book. Um, you know, we don't, we don't 
know these folks and we'll post a link in the show notes. It's, it's not one of those things where we get, you know, a kickback or money or whatever out of Amazon. It's, it's going to be a straight ahead link. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're just recommending it cause we know that it's helped us and, and hopefully it'll help some of you out there as well. And, and Adam, if you're listening, uh, you know, I hope that that book will be useful for you too. Let us, you know, write yeah. back and let us know after you, uh, after you read it. Yeah. Thanks for the recommendation. Yeah, definitely. Well, that was, that was an excellent chat and, and I, I hope our listeners enjoyed it. We definitely enjoyed talking about this as a, a very practical piece of being a musician. Yep. That's what we're all about. Um, to kind of help you guys take your gigs and your gear to the next level. We hope that you will subscribe to this podcast. You can do that by visiting practicalbase.com or go to any of the podcatching apps that you use, podcasts on your iPhone or iTunes on your Mac OS device, Stitcher Radio or Google Play Music on just about any platform. You can look for the Practical Base podcast there and subscribe, and that will get you a fresh copy every week. 100% free because that's what we're about. We're about freedom. And we also would encourage you to share this. Please do share this on uh, social media, uh, share with your friends, share with musicians. And, you know, occasionally with a topic like this, maybe there's somebody special or or a friend or a relative that uh, you feel could benefit. Mm -hmm. Feel free to share this with them too. We are are definitely here to uh, to help you, and we want to listen to your feedback as well. We are open to your feedback. We want to you know we want to make a safe space for you guys to talk with us. You can do that with us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, Instagram, all the socials. Uh, if you'd like to send us a uh, a regular old email, you can do that either through our website practicalbase.com or you can email us at podcast at practicalbase.com. If you have feedback about this or any of our episodes, or if you have ideas for future episodes, do drop us a line. We read everything we get. We love receiving listener mail, uh, as with uh, the case of Adam, and uh, we'd love to feature your topic if we could. And uh, I guess that wraps it up for this week. And until next time, I'm Paul Freels. And I'm Dave Guzman. And this has been Practical Base. Thanks for listening. soldering guns yeah because there was a, yeah. an old jack i'm like yeah i guess that's like where i used it and i bought two soldering guns yeah because one wasn't enough i don't know whatever you have one on each hip like a one gun fighter. <laughs> <laughs> one was like a sword and the other one was like a gun <laughs> <laughs>